0: This is the Fix Your Sciatica Podcast. When it comes to alternative treatments, when it comes to managing pain healing, the term Reiki is something that has popped up on my radar, even actually when I even started my career. And like many other physical therapists, uh, challenged uh, the presence of these alternative treatments because the quote unquote scientific research was not really the most robust. But the way I saw it is that this art, Reiki, acupuncture, these techniques have been practiced for thousands and thousands of years. And why would it be around if it didn't work? And so today's guest is a Reiki practitioner herself. Uh, You may have heard her voice before because a couple of weeks ago, she actually uh, shared her journey with sciatica and um, just even uh, consuming this podcast. And so she was very kind enough. We have Angie, who is very, very kind to share her expertise in Reiki. And we're going to talk all about that. So Angie, thank you so much again for being on today's episode.
1: Thank you for having me back. Good to see you
0: great to see you and let's hop right into it um so during our conversations outside of the podcast and our interactions i learned that you are a reiki practitioner and I i lit up because it's a really fantastic practice but i think there's a lot of misconceptions a lot of people don't quite understand uh what it is and how it works and so for the listeners out there can you tell us a little bit more about how you came across uh this modality or this tool
1: Yes, definitely. So, so yeah, I'll just kind of start with the basics of what Reiki is. Um, Reiki was developed by a gentleman. I mean, I wouldn't say it was developed because I, I believe it existed way pe- before his time. Um, he was born in 1865, a gentleman from Japan, uh, Mikau Usu, Usui. It's U-S-U-I. So hopefully I'm saying that right. Um, And he passed in 1926. And during his time, he um, kind of went into a little bit of a, you know, a time period in his life where he wasn't maybe feeling his best. And he was like, I just need to get away. So he went up to the top of this mountain. And for 21 days, he um, just kind of started to develop, learn a little bit more about himself. And that's where he channeled Reiki. So what is Reiki? R-E-I. Is universal or spiritually guided, and then Kai, K I, is gonna be your life force energy. So if you think about it as universal life force energy, healing energy, universal love, that's kind of all of the different terms you might hear. Um, so what it is, is it's an alternative therapy for healing. For emotional well-being improvement, pain, um, you name it—it's a really nice relaxation technique. Um, mental clarity, um, stress reliever. Um, I would say anyone that ever has experienced Reiki—it's something that you would almost could say like, oh, it's hard to ex- explain. It's almost like when you get into like that deep meditation—it's like it's hard to explain, but it just gives you this inner peace, this inner clarity, and just kind of like a. To me, it's a reset. It's like almost like rebooting the computer. It's it's having someone assist you in kind of resetting that internal internal function, but also, you know, obviously the physical, the emotional, all of that is intertwined. Um, so the way we do it is um, hands on or hands above healing. So I like to work with the chakra system if you're familiar with it, and I'd be happy to kind of go through the basics of of you know we use the seven major chakras, but there's over hundred. 114 plus. Um, So yeah, so we kind of go through the chakras and we're just seeing where you are. I don't love using the word blocked because, you know, every day is different. It's like, I might wake up today and I'm going to have maybe three of my chakras. I call it unbalanced. So maybe they're overactive, maybe they're underactive due to so many issues, physical, mental, emotional. When it's sciatica, it's your pain, you know, things like that. So that all is interweaved in this body. So as a Reiki practitioner, what we're trying to do is just kind of help move the energy out, try to cleanse it. That's kind of the movement I always, I I visualize it, you know, so, so basically I'm this vessel and, um, I'm being used to channel this beautiful energy from the universe, um, through me and I'm, I'm bringing it into, into the, um, the, the guest, you know, I can't think of the name right now, but um, that's the client. So it's you know, that's the way we just, we're moving the energy up and out. So through breath work, it helps using some breath work, um, setting that intention of healing, just kind of depends what's going on with you personally that day. And, you know, today's Thursday. So you might have one issue today and then you might wake up Saturday and say, okay, well now it feels like it's this. So, you know, it it can constantly change as is life.
0: I love it. I also really love how you described it as this, beautiful energy Um, the way that we use words to describe things and also our sensations actually really changes how we perceive those instances and uh i mean I, I stand corrected i thought reiki was like thousands and thousands of years old but it's cool that it was developed back in the, the we'll say that mid, mid 1850s but it was really based off of this principle of this universal life force so ki in japanese is the, the energy and then in chinese like eastern medicine chi is like another uh way to use it and um the concept of universal life force or life force and the energy has been around for thousands of years And in the Eastern world, we're talking, we call it energy. Um, In the Western world, we'll call it chemical and electrical processes. So they end up just getting used interchangeably. And I think that's where a lot of uh, practitioners, um, healthcare practitioners and scientists and people who are naysayers about alternative therapies like Reiki and acupuncture is like, well, it's not really this energy slash life or it's like, well, it's these chemical processes from a science standpoint. I think that they're, um, there, there was a movie, I'm a huge Marvel movie fan, and uh, Thor came out back, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, and he was talking about his, like, where I come from, we call this magic, and where you come from, you call this science. And, I said, and even though it's a very fictional movie, I thought, wow, that's a perfect way to look at it, where... If you don't have a true scientific explanation, we have the, ma- the magic behind it. But then as we start to break it down a little bit more, we can actually uh, quantify it a little bit more. And I love the fact that you're using this concept of chakras and again, balancing versus blocked because the words that we use will actually influence uh, how we perceive it and uh, and moving that energy. Um, it's really cool. I. I, uh, I feel the energy in the world, which is really cool. Um, And I think that it got even more connected the moment I moved out to California. And so being able to balance it out is going to be huge in regards to our well-being. You said being that vessel to be able to share uh, share it with people. And so if we're talking about Reiki itself, and I think you talked about this briefly, uh, you have hands on and hands above. Um, And so Reiki, is this something that is best practiced in person? Or I think we briefly talked about it. In conversation, that you can actually do it remotely as well. So tell us a little bit more about that
1: yeah definitely so like i personally like i think everything's always better in person probably i'm sure you feel the same with physical therapy but it's very possible to do remotely same with physical therapy so especially now with zoom cameras things like this um so yeah so we can do something we call it distant reiki where we can put the symbols um you know we have symbols that we're attuned to that's how we kind of turn this reiki energy on and so i would do that and then i like doing it you know sometimes i would say to someone okay just make sure from this time to this time you're sitting in a relaxed place but i like to do it together while we're you know on on the phone um and i've had people before my surgery i had a really good wonderful friend who you know half an hour before i was going to surgery she's like i'm sending you reiki and so at that point it's like i i just sat there in a meditation asking to receive it. So it, it kind of goes both ways. You know, you as the client, you are setting this intention of healing. And then as a practitioner, you're you're moving that healing energy into the body. So so it really is, it's, it's not all me. It, it, I would say I'm doing a small percentage of the work, but really it's you that needs to do the work. You have to set that intention to heal. I'm really just here to hold the space for you.
0: This episode is brought to you by the Sciatica Protocol. Experience pain relief directly through your phone, anytime, anywhere. Interested in learning more? Check us out at slash d-sciatica-protocol. And that is very, uh, a, a very large part of healing in itself. Because when I work with my clients, um, the thing is, is that I, I'm there to, to guide, but these exercises, stretches, these action steps, they only work when they're being done, right? And so we have to go in, uh, To whatever we're trying to do with the belief that it's going to work um and interesting enough i i'm going to try to find the research article but saying going in uh with the belief that something's going to work will actually improve the outcomes of said tools so if you go in and you're like i believe it's going to work you're going to be more likely to recover um and interesting enough it could be regardless of whatever intervention and so an example i remember uh in high school and uh i think part of our graduation thing they had a hypnotist and i was like great i want to see if this works and i went in with the attitude of being like oh they're not going to hypnotize me and they didn't, they didn't hypnotize me at all. I, I was actually very, very disappointed. But looking back, I'm thinking maybe I probably went in being saying that they weren't going to have this influence on me. And it was really interesting. So again, the intent is a very important part of your healing process because you have to believe and you have to understand that you there is going to be a little bit of work on your end to to make things possible. And so um Angie, if we have if we have the time, I would love for you to take, take the listeners through a little bit of like a Reiki exercise, um, yeah. just so that people can kind of experience what that's like. Um, I and mean, this is kind of like the remote. Um, if you're watching it in video, awesome. You're going to be seeing Angie. Uh, if you're listening to it as well, uh, just definitely don't do this when you're driving. So that way, you know, relax, comfortable position. So Angie, the floor is yours.
1: Perfect. I love it. Thank you for the car. Um, the car experience, yeah, definitely don't wanna be driving. So I think the biggest thing is for people who haven't experienced energy is, let's just do a small little practice where you can start to feel that energy. Um, so if you're sitting like you are now, just bringing your hands together, starting to scratch the fingertips together and just start to close your eyes. So you could do this laying down, you could do it sitting, however it works for you. So ladies, if you just got a manicure, I apologize, but I don't think you'll do too much damage here. So just start, take a nice deep breath in and, nice deep breath out. Start to scratch those fingertips even faster. We'll take another deep inhale in. Exhale out. Now just pause. Pause the fingertips. Start to separate the fingertips. Keep the palms facing each other. And just start to feel the energy between the hands here. You maybe start to separate the fingertips a little bit apart. And so hopefully here you're starting to feel that energy. In between the hands, maybe open up the fingertips a little so the fingertips face each other and then maybe kind of start to open the arms, the fingertips a little bit wider, just to start to play with that energy field. So hopefully you're feeling it here. And so that's just a really nice practice to start with. And then from here, I'm just going to kind of take us into a nice guided meditation. So I love doing my meditations laying down personally. But if you're sitting and that's more comfortable for you, then that's obviously just fine. So we can bring the palms down to wherever it's comfortable for you. We're just going to take a nice deep breath in. nice deep breath out. We're going to start at the crown of the head. So the very, very top of the head. And I just want you to start to envision this beautiful bright white light entering the crown of the head. And envision this white light is here to heal you, to cleanse you, to help you to release and to let go. You start to unfurl the eyebrows. You let your eyes feel nice and heavy. I like to gaze up and in at my Ajna Chakra, that third eye center, right in between the eyebrows above the bridge of the nose. It's helping us activate that pituitary gland. Just kind of notice your thoughts here. We have thousands and thousands of thoughts a day. They say that 80% of those thoughts are negative. 95% of our thoughts are repetitive. So just start to find this empty space where you start to tune into the sensations we're creating in the body and in the mind. And as we work our way slowly down the body, we just want to do it without judgment. So you take this seat as the observer where you're just witnessing the thoughts, the sensations without really getting caught up in the storyline. Focus on your breath, nice deep inhales in. Nice deep cleansing exhales, releasing, letting go. Just relaxing your jaw. Maybe releasing your tongue into the mouth. Take an intentional swallow here, just to notice your throat space. This is our home of communication where you can speak your truth. So maybe this is where you notice something that's weighing heavy on the mind. Again, you're just noticing without judgment, accepting. Just let it pass by. Kind of like a cloud in the sky. You're just that observer witnessing. You start to feel your shoulders melt down and relax, maybe noticing your arms by your side. The arms could feel heavy like stone, light as a feather. It might even feel hollow, almost unattached to the body. And as we work our way slowly down, we feel that spine really long and tall Again, sending that beautiful bright white light down the spine. So it's starting to travel down the neck, down through the heart space. This is our home of love and compassion and empathy towards ourselves and others. They say that your auric field of your heart center goes out about six to nine feet. So sometimes it's like those certain people you see in your life that they just kind of radiate love and energy. You can start to create that within yourself. So just kind of feeling that heart space softening, relaxing and releasing. And then just slowly moving down from the heart center down into your solar plexus, which is right kind of underneath the rib cage. This is your willpower. And then just slowly making its way down past the navel into your sacral. This is home of our sexuality and our creativity. And then just slowly moving down into the root. So, right at the base of the tailbone. This is your home of safety and security. And then you just start to slowly notice the hips. So, if you're seated, I just envision I put a really heavy seat belt, lap seat belt across my lap, and I'm tightening it. And if you're laying down, I just envision I placed a really beautiful, warm, heavy bag of sand on my hips right at my pant line you just kind of feel yourself sinking down. So in our hips, that's where we hold our strongest emotions, those emotions that we don't ever wanna think about or bring up because they bring out maybe some trauma or just maybe something you're not ready to deal with. So just kind of again, notice without judgment, what's going on internally, without judgment, accepting, releasing, setting that intention of healing into the body since we're in the hips for us that suffer from that sciatica, we're gonna start to send that healing intention where we're feeling it most. So maybe it's that low back, maybe it's that glute. And we're just gonna continue to watch that beautiful white light going down both legs, left leg slowly, right leg slowly down the hamstrings, the tops of the thighs. Just let that breath, that prana, that life force energy circulate around the kneecaps, front of the knee and back of the knee. Just asking for any tension to soften, to relax, to release. And this is where I really like to really work on the breath work because we're moving down. So taking that inhale in, start to send the exhale down from the kneecaps, down the shins, down into your, your ankles the heels, tops and bottoms of the feet. Together, we'll take another nice deep cleansing inhale and really filling up and then send the deepest exhale you have all the way straight down the body and let it travel out of all 10 toes. And we just notice here how the body as a whole feels. you just notice how stillness feels for the mind and for the body coming back to that intention knowing that the body wants to heal itself it really does just take time takes a little bit of energy from yourself to set that intention and as we slowly become aware of our body we can start to Maybe focus on one area that just has a little bit more sensation. And send your breath to that specific place. And I envision I'm inside my body here. So for me, it's my right hip. That's where I'm feeling my sensation. I envision myself inside my body. I have this really beautiful lantern with me. And I'm just kind of looking around. I'm getting curious, kind of asking myself, why am I feeling this tension here? Is it physical? Is it emotional? And what can I do to help release it? Maybe letting go of that repetitive, negative thought pattern that keeps repeating itself in my mind. Maybe noticing the difference of pain versus sensation. And then I ask for this healing energy to just continue to stay with me, to stay in my body. Think of that white light. We'll just slowly begin to bring awareness back into the body, maybe starting to just slowly Wiggle the fingers and the toes. And we can just slowly begin to open the eyes and just kind of take a look around. Hopefully just a few minutes in, you just notice that parasympathetic nervous system has kicked in. We're just feeling really calm, really relaxed. Beautiful. So thank you so much, I hope. Hope you feel relaxed. You look you look zen. Oh, my gosh. Look at this before and after. You look like a million bucks.
0: I feel like a million bucks. That was fantastic.
1: <laughs> Good. Short and sweet. You know, just a few minutes. That's all you yeah. need.
0: I loved I love being guided on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's definitely a lot of activities and action steps that I do that are 100% self-directed. But there are going to be moments where it is very helpful for someone such as yourself to walk us through an activity as as helpful and as powerful as, as Reiki is. And uh, I appreciate it every moment. And so thank you so much for sharing that. And listeners, I really hope that you had the opportunity to go through this exercise. And the great thing about having this on video or the podcast itself is that you have the opportunity to replay it. And again, this is just a little bit of a taste. And so for the listeners out there who want a little bit more than just a taste, Angie, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: Thank you. Yeah, so if you're on Marco Island in Florida, come visit me. I like to teach some yoga on the beach and we have a studio. It's called Soul Project. That is excellent. Um, But if you want to find me on Instagram, just like yourself, Dr. Mack, we can you know message each other. And if you want to do a remote session, my um, hashtag name is at Williams, and it's a-n-g-r-e-v williams Um, and yeah i'd love to get to see you guys and i know there's a lot of reiki practitioners out there so it'd be nice to you know get together and especially with sciatica see how it's worked you know so for me it's like i was doing hands-on healing with with that sciatica just kind of saying you're no longer welcome in my body i'm going to ask you to release your way out and for me i like to release out of the feet and and just start to get that movement that energy moving that stagnant energy out
0: Oh, I love it. Yes. Uh, listeners out there, if you didn't get a chance to write that down, I'm actually gonna put the info in the show notes today. So then that way you can get in touch with Angie. And definitely if you are considering Reiki, look into it. Um, it's a it's a really helpful modality and tool. Um, and it's backed by research, which is very cool as well. So, Angie, thank you so much again for your time. Thank you this this was fantastic and uh yeah enjoy the day and i'll talk with you soon
1: thank you so much have a great day
0: thank you so much for tuning in we hope you got some help from today's podcast and for more info check us out at iFixYourSciatica.com. have a fantastic and pain-free day no patient-therapist relationship is formed by listening to this podcast. We are not providing medical advice, and all information should be confirmed by a medical provider. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it